0: So my nickname was Titty Torn. <laughs> I wouldn't be the pro that I am if it wasn't for her.
1: Yo, what up, guys? It's your boy, Williams Fitness, back again with another video. And we've got Antoine Hamlet on, a.k.a. High Top Hamlet, That's a.k.a. Funny. the Fresh Prince of Classic Physique. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: take that. I appreciate
1: that. One. I appreciate that. one. love right there. So, um... What, what I normally do is I normally try and find out a little bit of background um, with everybody I interview with regards to, like, bodybuilding and how you transitioned from, say, high school, college maybe, what sports um, sort of led you and directed you into the world of bodybuilding. So what, what was that like like for you?
0: Oh, man, so uh, elementary school, grade five. It's actually funny you asked me. It's grade five. Um, I, um, I had this thing where um, – um, your nipples grow really quick. I can't remember what it's called. Basically, I was going through puberty.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. So you know, I I, I guess I need a freaking training bra in grade five. It was horrible, man. So uh I even went to the doctors. My mom took me to the doctors because she's like, "This is weird." And he's like, "No, you're just going through puberty. Your testosterone levels really high. This he's started breaking it down." But he's like, "Don't worry. When you're older, you're gonna be happy." I'm like, all right, <laughs> "I guess." Um. But no. But uh, yeah. So I went to a track meet. Long well, story short, sure, I went to a track meet and um. All the guys, you know, when you're in freaking grade five to grade eight, you're just skin sticking bones, right? So all the guys take the shirt off because it's summertime. Everyone's taking their <laughs> shirt off. I kept my shirt on for obvious reasons. No one knew but me. Then, um, you know, you, you have the girls that you used to like. and just It's just one big frenzy. Everyone from all the schools or whatever. So everyone's like, Antoine, take your shirt off. Take your shirt off. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, take your shirt off. And the girls are coming up grabbing me, guys. So finally I took my shirt off. It was like a moment of silence. I remember it like no time I was a moment of silence, and everyone dropped dead laughing. And I'm just sitting there like, oh. <laughs> One of the guys I, I won't say his name, but I remember it. Hit me in the head with the baton because he was laughing so hard. I don't know why black people, we over-exaggerate things sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> he hit me in the head with the baton, and they're all laughing at me. Then some of the guys who pinched my nipples, and then from there on, it was a nightmare for me from elementary all the way to high school. So my nickname was Titty Torn. <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but I can tell you back in the oh, day. Oh, no. put that out
1: there. Huh? You just put that back out there.
0: <laughs> hey, man, you, you know what? Because cause, cause if, if it wasn't for that, I literally would not be a bodybuilder today. Like, I, uh, like jokes aside, I wouldn't because, um, yeah, so that's what motivated me. Fast forward high school, they carried me on to high school. So grade nine, freshman year, basketball tryouts. You ready? I don't know how it was, how you guys did it, but for me, it was shirts versus skins.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We you already it. know where this is yeah, going. Yeah.
0: You have all the guys that are like, yo, guys, wait till you see this. Yo, coach, make him take his shirt off. Make him take his shirt off. You have to take your shirt off. And I'm sitting here, grade nine, first year of school, ball tryouts. Horrible. So coach looks. He's like, what He's like, Juan, skins. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wee for it. Wee for, for it. Watch this. I took my shirt off. Everyone, same thing again like the track meet. Oh, my gosh. This is <laughs> got titties. he's saying all crazy, sorry, but yeah, it, it got bad. Then, um, when I knew it was serious, is when I looked at the coach, I turned my head and I looked at the coach, and he was trying not to laugh. Thats in my head. I'm like, okay, this is not a good thing. Like the coach is trying not to laugh. Everyone's already dying. So yeah, fast forward again. um my um in order for me to make uh the team in grade eleven. I'm fast forwarding. In grade 11, my coach said you have, to, you have to do push-ups on every single commercial. Everyone watch TV when you're in high school. There's nothing else to do. It, my parents were strict. So I couldn't go nowhere. They're like, "What are you doing? You ain't making money. What are you leaving the house for?"
1: <laughs>
0: so, um, so, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, so literally, I was stuck in the house. And at that time, to- at that time, there was this uh, thing. I don't know. I don't know if you guys had it, but it was a direct TV. So you get the, the the little card, and it was um, bootleg. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. Satellite. Okay, you guys had that yeah, too? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can
0: <laughs> buy another one. Yeah, yeah. That's what we had. So I was, ball was life, bro. I watched basketball. When one, when one team was done, I go to the next. So I kid you not, I did that. I did push-ups every commercial. When you couldn't do push-ups, I had to do abs. And the coach was like, if you do this next year, you'll make the team. That's our personal agreement. So I'm like, fine. I did it in my head. I'm like, how is he going to know if I do it? You know, when you're in high school, you're young, you're, you're not thinking right. You're like, I'll do a little bit. No, me because I didn't, I didn't have a father growing up. So because another male gave me some kind of insight on how to better myself, I did it. Came back to next school, bro. I had like, and keep in mind at the time, I don't know if you guys did the long tees. So I used to wear three t-shirts. Long tees, so basically the t-shirts came down to your knees. That's what they call them, long tees. It was, it was a, I don't know, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll find a picture and send it to you like later on through Instagram or whatever. But yeah, I wore three of them to try to hide my chest. Fast forward, I did it, made the team next year. My chest was literally huge. I had chest and triceps, that's all I had. Chest and triceps and some abs, so that's all I did. No bicep, no back, no legs, <laughs> just chest and tries. So um, so I made the team because my coach saw that I did it. Then my teacher, my gym teacher, um, told me I need to start doing back workouts because, obviously, if you do nothing but chest, you, get the sh- you start getting around it, so your back starts to pronate, form your postures, bad. So I had that. That's how, that's how drastic it was. So then I started doing back workouts. I started doing my back workouts. I did uh, bent over rows, and I just looked at bodybuilding and stuff. And at that time, everyone just went crazy. They put heavy weight, and they went. That's what you do in high school. You put weights on, you go. Yeah, so yeah, I did yeah. that. So I started to develop a little bit of back. And then it just, over the years, it carried on, carried on. When it, Then I got into calisthenics. My grandfather was in the military. So every time I went to go visit him in the States, he will make me do push-ups, chin-ups, ab workouts. That was like my homework before us before we left to go and enjoy the day. I had to work out before I left. No way. So, like, it was kind of already embedded in me. And then, um, we say college. You think that
1: was more of a, rather than a fitness thing, do you think that was more of a, to help you with the, like. It
0: was. It it was
1: something as well.
0: No. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It really was. And then, and then also at the time, um, I grew up, uh, very stereotypical in a black home, you know, single parent, mother growing up on welfare, living in subsidized housing, the whole nine drugs, all that domestic violence. I grew up in that stuff. So, I started to I started to learn how to tailor my anger and like what my frustration growing up into working out. So that also that's I was addicted to it from yeah, when yeah. I was from grade 5 all the way up. So um, yeah, high school, let's get grade 12, didn't do basketball, I uh, got into boxing and I found that boxing when I when I started taking boxing, that's what really it taught me discipline. Yeah. Because I mean, I sucked at it at first. <laughs> But I kept going. So because of that, I mean, I went every day because you have to. And then you have your – normally they they put you in um, different categories. So, like, beginners. And then those are the groups you work with. So if no one would miss because you wouldn't want to fall behind because when you spar the person, you didn't want to get beat up. (laughs) Or you didn't want them having the upper edge. So it was very, very, very competitive. And so I think that's where I got my discipline. So, like, with bodybuilding, it's just – it's all or nothing. So, yeah, that's basically, I think I summed it up pretty much. Yeah, I was made fun of. And then that, that got me started. <laughs> I started to develop a form. So, TD Tuan, basically, that person got me where I am today. <laughs> and actually, my, my chest is probably one of my best features now because of that, because I was just so traumatized on not having a you know, not having a man chest and more of a, you know, the other kind of chest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's basically it, if I could sum it (laughs) up. So, obviously, moving on from that (laughs) one. I'm I'm glad you got a laugh in a situation like this. Beautiful. Honestly,
1: honestly, this is (laughs) is golden. This is absolutely golden. (laughs) Uh, One thing I want to touch on, obviously, first at the Vancouver Pro, uh, second at Toronto. From that to the Olympia, um obviously there was a, there was a big jump in placements and the what what the point i'm trying to make is i think a lot of fans don't realize sometimes the scale of um levels within the sport so with regards to that obviously you know toronto vancouver big shows very big shows but when you compare that to say the prestige of of the olympia and um, which is pretty much the the global show I've noticed a few times I've seen people go from, you know, winning local shows or big, you know, country shows. When they get on the Olympia stage, they sort of get ridiculed almost because they, yeah, they're not placing as high as, you know, they did at the local show. I just want to get your perspective on that because the way I see it is, obviously, you're the best at the Vancouver, you were pretty much the best at, you know, Toronto. Um what what's your take on it when people do start like I mean I presume you get it in comments sometimes, like like obviously given your your placing from the Olympia and the previous yeah, shows. Yeah. yeah. What's your perspective on that?
0: It's really simple, man. It's levels to this game. <laughs> to be honest, like there's no there is it's literally that it's levels. Like prime example, like um this year, if I was planning on competing, um, I want I actually wanted <laughs> to do more state shows because I find for one, Canadian, the, um, the hype isn't as big.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, unless you are a big name going into a show like that. I don't want to throw the. I'll just use it for an example. So, rough Diesel, he did Niagara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he does Niagara, Toronto, Vancouver, like, there's no conversation. I, I, actually, my pro debut... He did. He did Toronto, and I and I and um, I was able to, to graze the stage with him. I seen the I seen the guy, and I'm like, yeah, give him his trophy. Go go to Olympia, bro.
1: <laughs> I'm just waiting.
0: Oh yeah, just <coughs> let me let me build what I gotta build here, and you just you just go stay over there. Go go. I just realized I've got
1: his hat on.
0: Man, and then no, but like, but but again, it just goes back to my original point, like it's levels to the game, you know what I mean? And like I've only been a pro here, I'll give you some 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 juice. Um I've only been a pro for what since 2017 till now. Yeah. So that's only what three years. It's two yeah. years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Um I I switched from natural. So I started natural. When I started competing, I was natural 2012 till 2016 when I did my nationals and then qualified so that whole time you qualified
1: think, naturally
0: no 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 that, oh, That's right. what so
1: that, yeah okay yeah yeah oh,
0: man I mean even then like because because my goal was never to become pro I just wanted to win a national title because when I did my first nat- natural national show I think it now I don't remember where it was Winnipeg or something like that I got my butt whooped <laughs> so I was like you know what I don't, I didn't, man, pro card never came out of my mouth. I want to win a national title because that's where I got destroyed. Cause yeah, like I won a lot of my shows, but again, because it's a small stage, Canadian crowd, fan base, no one's going to know who the hell I am. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of wish I made the switch a little sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And the only reason why I say that, because I had the discipline, I had the foundation, my wife and I basically coached myself up to the point where I got my pro card so when I was natural, it was just my wife and I doing it, because we both went to school. I'm CSEP certified, so in Canada, that's like the second or third highest certificate. So I know, we know our stuff. Like, we yeah. know our anatomy, we, we know it. It's now just executing it, right?
1: It's but, a long um, game as well, into-
0: It's too. It, but at the same time, like, you already know this, bodybuilding, is, it's, it's about lifestyle, man. It's, it's not, it's, it, has, it really has nothing to do with the shows. It's like, how are you outside from the show? Because that's what's going to determine how you're going to look show day. Right so I already had the discipline, but I just made the switch a little too late, but at the same time I made the switch when I was thirty, so i think I think that's also a good a good healthy start you know
1: so with regards to like obviously things like like you say the lifestyle and stuff obviously you're um you you know you 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 go to church and stuff you're married how does how do those sort of things um sort of transition to your day to day so obviously you know you're like you say your wife helps with your your prepping coaching things like that. Um, but how does, for example, cause I've never really asked this question before and I think it needs asking, yeah. um, how does religion help you um, with, with regards to, to bodybuilding and, um, being you?
0: Yes. Oh, good question. Um, I find it's everything. Um, I think that's the reason why I had one of the best bodybuilding careers of my life last year. Um, it really helps you to keep you grounded. Yeah. Um, it really helps you to remain humble and constantly focus on the things that are actually important in life and what i mean by that is like i suck at social media i mean the consistency i suck you see even us talking like i'll speak to you and then you respond and And it's just so that's something i need to work on which i am like my wife is on me she's like you don't understand who you are and people actually listen to you stay like consistent Okay, I'm working on that. Long story short, but when I do post, I'm not posting things in vain. Yeah. Like, like um, if I post a workout video or a flex or something like that, is actually a bodybuilding pose. I have clothes on. Do you know what I mean? Or like, if I don't, if I'm in my, my underwears or posing trunks, I'm not going to position myself in a certain way where I'm looking thirsty. Like, I'm in this, I, it, it, keeps, it, it keeps you grounded because you stay professional yeah you know what I mean like like that and that's the whole point not just that um you remain humble and it it also allows you to be more impactful because everything you do has a purpose because it's more than just
1: you so basically add add value and quality to the content you're providing rather than just be like oh look at my new car look at this look at that exactly
0: Exactly. you're you're yourself like it actually it actually forces you to be yourself because it's like I've had a lot of, like, even at the Toronto Pro Show and even Vancouver Pro, when I meet people, they're like, wow, you're the same on social media as you are in person. Actually, you're nicer in person. You're more down to earth. It's like, I talk to so many pros, and they're not like you. And I find and I find that's, that's exactly why my faith, it helps me because it opens my eyes. Because in, my, in our religion, we're supposed to encourage people. We're supposed to be positive. Wear your heart on your sleeve. Be there for someone else. So it's no different in bodybuilding because when you're, you're doing something that a lot of people can't do. So they're automatically looking up to you in a natural, a natural way. But now you can actually give them some, you can give them a part of you to carry on in their everyday life. That's everything. That's everything. Do you know what I mean? And And, and I find that's, that's most bodybuilders.
1: That's quite poetic as well. That was. So we'll, I find we'll caption I, that.
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah so, so so I really find that like my faith really helps me to stay grounded in order for me to stay focused and understand who I am and the what's ex- expected of me I guess
1: yeah yeah so okay. with regards to that then and and like your your day-to-day and your social media and stuff um what are your plans with regards to like the content that you're trying to put out going forward are you, are you Transitioning into something like YouTube? Are you already on YouTube or?
0: Yes. So to go back to that, it's just consistency. So, yeah, I want to start getting on YouTube and putting my workouts more, basically putting myself more out there because for so many years I kind of sheltered myself. Even you know, my coach, my coach got at me for that. You know, not like, like put yourself out there, post, put yourself out there, post more. Um. Let people see you or like even Sylvia sometimes. But it's like, it, its I do it for me. And then what I have gained <laughs> and lost, that's what I show people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, I do want to go on. I, I, I need to do everything. I have to. I have to.
1: What I find when I watch you on social media, I think um you've got what a lot of people don't have. You've got, and it's not forced. It's very, you're very charismatic, but you're very, open and genuine so when i watch you and you're talking about something it's very it's not it's not rehearsed it just flows it's just you being you and i think that's what all your fans are drawn to and when i do interview people um i do like go through their comments on their posts and you've got a very very loyal fan base very very loyal and i've seen the same names on the same posts. no it's a beautiful thing because you can go on phil heath Kai greens and it's it's random people all the time, um, but yours is, I, I, don't know, I don't know how to describe it, it's, it's just nice to see. It's very nice to see, um, and it's all positive. Um, mm-hmm. you, obviously, you occasionally get the odd troll and stuff, and I love how um, your wife plays such a good part on your social media. No, I love that, Every no, I do. She's everyday, man. I Honestly, because that's what makes it, it's, it's raw, and yeah. natural and it's not just oh it's just me this is my instagram um you know everybody knows you're married everyone knows you've got you know a beautiful wife and, and everything that you're getting up to and stuff but it's like today you posted about um getting going to church late or something And i can hear in the background and i'm laughing at her more than i'm laughing at you <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so, um, it, uh, so tell, tell me about your wife, then. How did you meet? Where, oh, I have a table with my wife, yeah. man. Now so, we're on the topic. So we, we, we met in a fitness program. Yeah. Um, and
0: uh, yeah, so fit, uh, fitness and lifestyle management here in, in uh, George, uh, it's called George Brown College here in Toronto. And um, yeah, we, um, we, we actually were friends. Everything was innocent. So how we met, I was in class. So how I'm speaking to you is exactly how I speak to my teachers. I'm the class clown, whatever. Who cares? I, I I'm that guy. So, and I always sit in the front seat, which makes it even worse. So, um, so I sat, I sat here. Sylvia, that's her name. She sat, um, just behind me, and I don't like people touching, especially if I can't see you in my peripheral vision. I'm the flincher, the you know, Jet Lee, karate chop kind of guy. That's me. So then, what happened was, um, I guess something on my sleeve, or I don't know, but she touched me. And she tried to fix it. Her sleeve was rolled up. Oh, okay. my sleeve was rolled up. That's what she said. So it was rolled up, so she wanted to fix it <laughs> because she, it was driving her crazy. So I jumped, like literally jumped. Middle of class, too. Teachers talking. I jumped. The whole back row jump because she jumped back. And then it's funny because we say if she didn't do that, that we probably wouldn't be talking today. But yeah, um she's amazing. She's Korean. South Korean, um, she's God fearing as well, so that that actually made it a uh, very very easy for us to really connect and bond because it was more than just us. It was it's also about God, and then how God is gonna basically be the center base within our relationship. And I mm-hmm. think that's also what like we do everything together. We even we did the firefighting program together. Um, yeah, we were pursuing to be firefighters just because personal training. It's very hard <laughs> in terms yeah, yeah, yeah. of the consistency. But um, we even did that. To, I mean, we do everything. We're like Bonnie and Cloud. We travel together, we work together, we run our own uh, personal uh, training business called Fit Life Athletics, uh, where we both train a variety of clients. People are like, How are you guys always together? It doesn't drive you crazy. It's because, because we have a purpose for everything. And I find in, in our relationship, we have a motive. Even before we started, it wasn't to be married, it was to try to. Build as much success as we possibly can, because to get to be successful, you have to go through a lot of trials and tribulations. That's where the character, that's where, that's where the real building, who you really are as an individual and in who you are with another person, that means that's everything because that would take you further. So then when it came time for her to tell her parents, which she actually didn't tell them to nine, wait, eight years or nine years? Nine years into our relationship, she finally told her dad and the reason why that was is because um cultural differences, right? Like yeah. you already you know like in the asian cultures i mean it's if you bring that guy in if they're not of the same ethnicity who knows what could happen, right? Well, it's they may give him an ultimatum. I think that's what her biggest fear was. Yeah. That they would say, "Well, you can't be with him and if you stay with him then you're off with us," right? That was her biggest fear, but it was the total opposite. I mean, it yeah, it was it was beautiful. Like at first she was rocky, confused, but now it's like amazing. Her mom loves me like no tomorrow and i love her back. Like the whole family embraces. It's, it couldn't have been more beautiful, man. It just, yeah, I'm just thankful. But no, she's amazing. I wouldn't be the pro that I am if it wasn't for her because you could probably assume we all know bodybuilding is a selfish sport. So if you have a woman that understands supports and not put up with you because she's not weak, but kind of keep you grounded. You know, like when you're falling, like when you're falling off. She's like, "Hey, wait a minute! When you're being overly aggressive, hey, wait a minute! Like, don't forget who I am." You know what I mean? And and I, and I find that it's perfect. Man, it's just perfect, man.
1: <laughs> Yo, seriously, that, wow. Okay, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you you get you you make getting like major brownie points here. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, this is true. It oh, really. No, no. really <laughs> Oh man! Right, I know I'm coughing a lot. I've not got corona. I'm just going to put that out there. Wait, I I have a blocker on the speakers or whatever, so no air
0: can travel through. So we're okay. I can't get sick.
1: (laughs) I'm on on antibiotics. I've got a chest infection. (laughs) Oh man! I went for a walk today because my doctor was like, "Yeah, you you need to get out and walk." And I've got this like chesty cough. Everyone's just like crossing the (laughs) (laughs) road. I'm like, whoa
0: I was actually saying that because when we go to the grocery store (laughs) in my head, I'm like, yo, have you noticed that no one coughs? Like, no one does. And can you imagine one person coughs? Everyone's running. Everyone's probably leaving that grocery store, stopping everything and out.
1: (laughs) Back in the day, you used to, like, cough to, like, drown out a fart. I feel like I need to fart to drown out my cough. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I swear. Imagine that. Oh, man. Woman was, had A woman had a, a baby in her buggy and she went into the road because she'd seen me cough. No and way. Then went back onto the pavement and I was like, no way. Like, wow, well, okay, I'm not going to kill your baby. I've got, <laughs> I feel no like I need to carry my prescription around with me. Like, no, it's, I've got antibiotics. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. Like, back to that? you. Back to you. <laughs> so, how are you, how are you and your wife coping with quarantine? And uh, have you got any tips? for not just bodybuilders or athletes, yeah. but for anybody like genuinely and with regards to faith as well?
0: Um, okay. To answer you to the first part, uh, we're amazing. And the reason why is because she helps to keep me, um, sane. <laughs> I'm the, like, I can't sit still. Like I, I cannot sit the <coughs> total opposite. I'm afraid when I have children, cause I tell them to sit still, they probably won't. But, um, but no, like, I know she keeps me very grounded. Um, Cause I'm trying not to go on like, you know, caveman type, like, man, we gotta, we gotta buy a flash. Actually, I did do that. I did, I bought a bunch of candles and flashlights and batteries. And I'm like, man, do you have something that's like, that can charge our phones with the sun? Cause she has, she has a charger like that where you put out yeah. the sun and it charges the phone. So I'm like, I'm going like the first week, the first week of lockdown here, I was going crazy. I'm like, man, we should have got our gun license loaded up on the ammo. Like I literally, that was me. I'm. I oh, wish God. I was joking right now. <laughs> like, like we'll be in a jacuzzi. Because <laughs> um, my, my uncle, he has a jacuzzi in the back. So we'll be in a jacuzzi. We're supposed to be vibing, having fun, enjoying Wusak. Calm down. Yeah, Find yeah, your first yeah. points. I was tripping. <laughs> and she's like, honestly, you're messing up my, my peace or right now. Please, can you just relax? So, but no. But, um, but no, we, we go on a lot of walks um we're not supposed to drive around too tough but um we go on to some drives you know you, you just go on a road you just drive to see what happens so we yeah, yeah, yeah. go on little drives um I cut my hair today for the first time because I can't go to my barber I mean we play a little we play the Wii we walk a lot we um we're actually gonna go buy some board games some, you, you just have to keep doing stuff together Like literally, you literally have to just keep doing stuff, keep being active and not be lazy. I find this is a time where it's very, very easy to get comfortably lazy and not keep your mind active. Like prime example, she's Korean, what am I doing now? So right now I'm learning the alphabet. And I'm starting from baby basics, so I'm learning Korean. So I want to pick up a language. So we're taking baby steps to do that. Um, she wants to learn Spanish, so she's gonna do that. There's some other stuff. Like there's still things that we can do. Like it's not like like uh, my polls, Like I said, it's not the end of the world, guys. We're just yeah. put on pause. Like if there's business, if there's something you want to start, start researching on that. Like there's like we literally have free time to literally get us back if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you never picked up the Bible, the Quran, like, I'm not, like, again, I, I like to be very open-minded, but if, if there's other faith that, that you're supposed to be studying because that's what your family's done, that's the roots, and you know it's worked for you, do that. Like, this is the time where you can just find you.
1: Yeah, if it's especially if it's going to elevate you and, and put you in a better position yeah, after the yeah. fact. Yeah, why not? Yeah.
0: Like, come on, like, we're not, we're, we're, we're people that are not made to just sit around and just be told what to do, if you, if, if you know what I mean, like, okay, fine, you can't go outside, but we still have technology, you still have a laptop and a computer with, with with internet, with access, like, I haven't been on my social media since the, since I got married, and that's just laziness, and I just don't care, and I'm not competing, so whatever, but.
1: That's <laughs> I'm fair. the same.
0: You know what I mean, like, and I'm bad for that, though, like, I'm <clears> bad <throat> right. for that, and, that's also something that I want to change. So I'm going to use this now. So what what, what, more, what more better time do you actually have to do things that you haven't done than now? Because when the quarantine is over, you go back to work, everyone's going to freaking forget about everything they were supposed to do about their life and be told when they can go to work, be told when they can go on vacation, if they can. I mean, this yeah,
1: is I thing. Can... I, I seen a post the other day and someone put, um I think it was like reshared, and someone put like, you know, All families are spending time together. All families are, you know, staying and playing together. All families are eating, you know, home-cooked meals together. You know, there's so many positives. I mean, obviously, it's a very, very negative situation. But it's got a massive silver lining to it. And family and um, that whole togetherness has been essential. And obviously, you know, the news is always going to show the shit side of life. always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, as humans, we can see around us like – I don't even like my neighbour. I've been buying them stuff, you know, nappies, well, diapers, if you. Good for you. Good for you. But that's that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, as, as exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. I,
1: I think you're right. Like, obviously, you know, people will always, you know, thrive on the negative. But I think when there is so much positive coming out of it, especially you know, it, we're socially distancing, but we've got, like you mm-hmm. say, the technology is bringing us even closer together
0: it while should. we have
1: to be apart.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and that's, and I I don't want to go too deep into it because it it, it is a very touchy subject and I want to be careful on my image (laughs) because, you know, everyone's sensitive nowadays, so you do have to be careful what you say, but I like, just, just, just go back to my, to my original point. Like there's, there's no, there's no excuse for you not to come out of this without something.
1: Yeah. You know what
0: I mean? I mean, like if you've been a horrible parent and relying on education to raise your kids, okay, now you got your kids, love them now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 like if you're a person that deals with certain type of insecurities or you have things that you have to deal with now, I mean, what more better time than, than, than to heal now when you have no distractions you're you you you're you're stuck with you. <laughs> okay,
1: no excuses. No excuses. You know what
0: I mean is is oh gosh, if you never did a diet before, you, we we can still go to the grocery store. Yeah, we still have a roof over our head. We still wake up every day. You got a nice rough diesel hat representing. They tap like you know like it's
1: oh. If you come then, up with a hat, I'll represent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at my like, yo. That's actually a sick hat. Like, good for, I was just I was
0: like yo. Good for him. That's a really nice hat. But um.
1: I- I realized when we started talking, I was like, "Shit, I've picked the wrong hat." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, that's a good hat. That's a good hat. That's a good hat. He, he's a really good guy, man. He's doing big things, but um, but no. And and when it comes to like religion for people, again, it's, it's lean on it now, because if anything, like we need we people need something to hope for. Period. Yeah. So lock into it. You know, this isn't the time where you get weak. This is the time where if you have faith. If you have faith, you have hope. You have hope in something higher than yourself. So you, you naturally feel as if things are good. Is gonna come. You don't know when, but it's gonna come. We'll spread that message to someone else. You think that's gonna be
1: helpful you know, for, know. for people to hear Like who were on their own, maybe who were quarantined, like literally self-isolated. Do you yeah. think it's something for them they have to? No friends,
0: no family, no nothing. Yeah. I mean, like like prime example, like your neighbor. You're going to do something for them. Like, I, oh man, and even if people know people that are alone. Bring them some food. Put it on their port. I don't know. Put, yeah, yeah. There's still so much we can do, man. From if you believe, if you don't believe, if if you train, you don't train. Like if you buy fast food, okay, stop buying fast food now. Because we 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 we, just, we, we just saw <clears throat> and they were working at McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? So it's okay, fine. Stop eating crap now. Start learn how to cook. Again, we have technology research recipes that's that's what my wife's been doing call up your mom you know what i mean it's man i can go on and on and on with this but no um yeah i I find for for sylvia and i it's more of just just constantly staying active um we're now we're trying to be more more active on social media because give people something to laugh at you know give some kind of positive messages like i'm actually getting more dms now than i did when i was competing more people are on their phone
1: that, well, it's That's not just fault. that. It's you not just don't not, that. It's got that, that aura about you. Oh, okay. I guess I too. Thank you. That's good. You know. <laughs> no, you, don't, you do. You do. You've got that like magnetic sort of personality and it, it plays off. It's not forced. Like, I, there's a lot of pros that you look on Instagram. They post the same shit. It's You have to see every day. It's. Look at me when I won this show. Look at me when I won this show. Look at me when I won, this oh, yeah. show. Oh, the, hey, DVD, won the show. The yeah, DVD, all throwbacks.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How is life like, today? Every,
1: every picture on the story is like no, we've seen right. this one. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right.
0: You're right. And I just yeah, it's, it's But I find people that do that are, are are still trying to communicate with their following and because yeah, struggling. A prime example, like, like like when I when I post my relationship stuff. I can tell these are the people that support my page when I post Sylvia. Oh, yeah. When I post bodybuilding, oh, God, is anything with my shirt off flexing on a stage? I mean, the comments, the likes is like this compared yeah, yeah. to like something that's really authentic that is like, okay, there's more than me than just bodybuilding. But you get it. So those people that post like that, they're just doing it just to keep those people engaged. That's
1: all. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah.